now live on fxbgpublicradio.com in the new iTunes app. This is Below the Deck. Below the Deck. With Nick. On fxbgpublicradio. fxbgpublicradio. fxbgpublicradio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is another episode of Below the Deck on FXBGPublicRadio.com. I'm Nick, as always, your host. Tonight, it is, uh, I forgot the date. It started already. It's August 13th. But tonight, we have special guest in the building. Well, on the phone with us all the way from North Carolina, we got Miss Kimberly Latoya. You're in North Carolina, correct? Yes. Okay, so from Carolina, we got Miss Miss Kimberly Toya, um, Latoya, and for people who don't know who you are, you're out based out of Carolina. For the people here in Virginia who don't know you, you're a gospel singer, two-time winner of the Connected Gospel Female Singer of the Year Award. Um, but for a few people who don't know you, can you give them a little bit of rundown of uh, you know who Kimberly is and, and the kind of music that you like to make? Sure. Um, of course, I'm Kimberly Latoya from the big city of Rocky Hill, South Carolina, born and raised. Um, been raised in the church, love gospel music, contemporary music, and just love singing and making music. That's awesome. And if people that want to follow your music, um, can you shout out your Instagram and social media for them? Yes. On social media, it's Kim and Joshua, spelled just like it sounds. On Facebook, it's Kimberly Latoya. And that's where people can find your music and things like that if they want to follow you? Um, Spotify, iTunes, and all digital outlets. And that's if they look up your name, uh, Kimberly Latoya, they can find that? They can find it, yes. Awesome. So make sure you guys go there and uh, subscribe to all those channels out there. Um, we also brought up Miss um, Kimberly here has been the two-time award winner for the Connected uh, Magazine, Queen City Awards, what they call it, uh, from Connected Magazine down there in North Carolina. You've been Female Gospel Artist of the Year two times in a row? Or has it been separated? Two years in a row. Oh, two in a row. So that's mm-hmm. good. So you've been down there getting the love from Queen City. Um, do you feel like um, for people who we have a, a market, like we stretch from Virginia to the Carolinas, so we have people in both markets. Can you explain maybe a little bit to people a little bit about Queen City Awards and what it means to people that are out there in North Carolina, like to to win these awards uh, kind of thing? It's basically um, put together for local artists that really don't have an outlet, but and it ranges from anything from music to um, art to all types of things, even radio stations. And they basically put it for the fans, the fans vote, and they just reward all the local talent. And that's awesome. And if you guys want to vote for this and make sure you guys also vote for Kimberly, August 15th, uh, connected.net and queencityawards.com. Go to queencityawards.com. Voting starts August 15th at noon. You guys can go over and submit your favorite Carolina artist 
Um, from, like she said, there's a wide range of things from radio hosts to TV shows to musicians and all genres, gospel music, hip hop, rock and roll, country, and they reach everything. But August 15th, queencityawards.com submissions start for you to be able to submit artists that you want to vote for that you think should win awards out at the show, I believe. This will be the 13th annual uh, Queen City Awards down there, and I think it's on August, or I mean December 12th. So you guys got a little bit of time to get in there. Make sure you guys get your, um, they're big about doing community service. If you are nominated, make sure you get your spots to do community service. But we got Miss Kimberly LaToya on the phone right now, and she's been a two-time winner, but also with the gospel music, and we'd like to get back to you. Um, for... I'd like to ask, how um, how did you get started with gospel music? Uh, obviously, you know, you said you have a church background, but was there a specific time when you were maybe younger or at, at some point you realized that you wanted to make gospel music instead of like R&B or country music or for, you know, any other other type? Yes, well, I started actually singing gospel music when I was five years old. I was introduced to it by my grandmother. And, of course, you know, I enjoy all types of music, and I still do, but I've always enjoyed gospel music for the simple fact that it's always positive, and it, it gives hope and encouragement and joy to people, so I've always kind of gravitated to that. And just even making music, even sometimes just producing things, I just always tend to gravitate to something that's positive that will encourage people. That's what's up. And um, so when did you decide to make your first um, project as a gospel artist? Because I was coming up in the church, you know, you everybody does the, um, you know, they, they have the uh, choirs and, and the things along that nature. But like, when mm-hmm. did you decide you wanted to make a solo project outside of the church? Still like, you know, obviously you have the church background and you keep that in your songs. But when did you decide like, I like to sing the, obviously, you know, like the, this little line or whatever, the, the church gospels, when you're like, I want to make my own lyrics about, you know, about this same type of deal. When did you, um, and maybe for people who are, who are in that same situation, how did you just kind of come to grips in your mind that you wanted to transition into like singing songs about the Lord and doing gospel things to, I want to write my own song about this same topic right so did you um was there a point that you realized this yes um well being in the church as well you know you grow up in it and you get used to it but as you grow your relationship with god for me became more personal and i wanted to express who god was to me and the only way i felt like i could do that was to be true to who i was and to write the songs that were true to me and in 2008, it initially started as just journal writing. And then it just, by the encouragement of a close friend of mine, we just started putting music to it. And all these journal entries became my first album. And it was just me writing things that were just true and honest to me about who God was to me. That's what's up. So that's good. And so for other people, too, you know, um, that want to get into that into that kind of thing, you, you think... Um, I guess that I guess that is maybe the word as like um, I'm trying to think of the best word to use of your 
your enlightenment of the situation where you're like, hey, I really love to sing these songs too, but I see also other things that I think could help other people. Exactly. I mean, it, to me, it's just about growing. You know, you can't, you know, nothing stays the same all the time. Everything changes. And right. I just believe that that's God's intention. You know, it, it's not his passion or purpose for us to start in one place and remain in that place. You have to grow. And even though, you know, the church was a great foundation for me, but as I grew and as my relationship with God grew, so did the songs and other things. And I just, you know, to anybody that's feeling stuck, because if you don't do the things that are true to your heart, you will be in a place of unfulfillment. And that's nobody's fault but your own. And it's hard sometimes because you're used to things and we get comfortable. But right. I would tell anybody that's listening, if, if you have a dream, Go after it because you only get one life and every day is a blessing. So take full advantage of it. That is 100% true, man. Facts, man. Make sure you guys follow uh, Kimberly Latoya. Um, do you have uh, some music that you have on the YouTube? Yes, I do have a YouTube channel called Kimberly Latoya. And we don't just do music too. We make funny videos because, of course, I would love to encourage people and make them laugh and all that type of stuff. So it's Kimberly Latoya on YouTube. And is it's your name? Yes. Mm-hmm. Kimberly Latoya. Ooh. Well, let's pull up something. Do you have something on there that you like us to play on air here? I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull um, something um, now. Nah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to get too crazy You said hold on my church might be listening Hold on The pastor might be on The phone right now Kimberly and you about to have to you know, Let me see if I can pull it Oh I did find it Oh I found it Okay let's see what we got uh, <laughs> Um, Is this for granted Is this one of your songs Yes mm-hmm. That's my latest single um, can we play that? I obviously we don't want to like we don't want to uh, we're not gonna try to jump you off the ship and like you know put you in a bad situation. But um, would you can we play for granted here on the um, fxbgpublicradio.com? Absolutely. So let's get into this song real quick. Uh, this is you say your newest song. Yes, my latest single. Mm-hmm. So the latest single from Kimberly Latoya, and it's called For Granted." You guys, obviously, I just pulled it up on the um, on the YouTube, but it's on the Spotify. Make sure you guys go to the Spotify, subscribe to the channels. Make sure if you do look at it on the YouTube, subscribe to these channels. And that's Kimberly Latoya, um, gospel singer, North Carolina, small city, big hearts. Make sure you guys listen to this <laughs> stuff, though. So we're going to listen to For Granted on FXBGPublicRadio.com. I'm Nick, as always. It's Below the Deck. Something ain't right. Something feels wrong. Lately, you ain't been yourself. Tell me what is going on. You say you want to quit. You say you give in. And you lost your confidence How'd we get back here again? Ooh, you like to do things all by yourself Tell me, is that working well? You seem to think that I'm like men Throw you away and never speak again Maybe your mistakes were 
return of my investment Tell me if you're listening I really hope you're listening Cause you can never take my love for granted Sometimes it won't work out Quite the way you planned it Take my love for granted Cause loving you is what I choose to do Despite what you've been through You don't wanna fail You don't wanna fall I've counted up the cost It's done, I paid it all Talk to doubt, can't be friends with fear Don't worry about the time you lost, I'll reverse the years That is Miss Kimberly Latoya on FXBGPublicRadio.com. Man, make sure you guys get that album. That is a phenomenal track. That is really, really well, man. You have a beautiful voice. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I guess that's why you won the, you what, two years in a row, you've been the female gospel artist of the year, huh? Yes, I've been very blessed. Very, very blessed. Um, for people who don't, um, who aren't around this area too, and if you're in the Carolina areas, where can people find you out? Uh, do you have like a church that you sing at, or do you have a couple venues that you go by? No, I don't have a church home right now, but just wherever the opportunity comes, you know, they can follow my social um, outlet. We keep a lot of information there. And if they'd like to contact you to perform at a church or a thing, can you give them your um? Can you give them your email or your uh, your contact info? I don't know if you need an email, but you know, can you give me social media in case they want to contact you to come out to a church? Because 
Uh, Miss Kimberly Toy is serious, man. That is woof. So if they want to get you to come into theirs. Where can where can they where can they find you at for booking? Okay, you can email my management team at newsoulmusic14 at gmail.com. That's N-E-W-S-O-U-L-M-U-S-I-C-1-4 at gmail.com. Man, that's awesome. So that's where you go if you guys want to make, make sure you highlight the management team. And also, perfect plug, because shout out also JT over there at Enterprise Management. Um, JT, the whole fam down there in the Carolinas, they uh, they send me really great artists uh, such as Kimberly and things to make sure that they get their outlet out here in the Virginia market. So make sure you guys shout out JT, Enterprise Management. Um you guys want to get uh, artists on this show, you guys can talk to him or myself and get one of your artists booked on our shows. And obviously, they're booking artists that are on other management companies, too. So they're sharing the love. So it's definitely they where are. you want to be at um, down there. And, you know, that's super, super independent. And they got a big, big reach and, and a lot of cool people that work for them. Shout out Big Woo also. Um down there, you know, Big Woo Radio is, I think, on right now, actually. Same time we do our shows on Tuesdays, but shout them out. Um, we do a lot of cross-promotion with them, so make sure you guys check out the Big Woo team and, um, obviously, JT over there, Enterprise Management, um, and everybody over there that's doing their thing because they're definitely pushing a big line for the Carolina people, and, you know, obviously, we're crossing them because we're out here in Virginia, so... We are reaching our goals at this point. But for everybody, um, Kimberly Latoya is on the show. Um, Kimberly, what do you have um, coming out now? So, you, Well, let's go actually back. Um, we just played a song from your latest. Your, that was your latest single, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be on an upcoming EP or a past EP? an upcoming EP. We're still working on that, but the name of it is going to be Interpretations. Interpretations? Mm-hmm. And you've already started working on this? Yes. Mm-hmm. We're actually in the studio now. Do you have a date you're planning on releasing, or do you not want to put that out there yet? I'm planning on a December release. That's awesome. So you'll have a new one coming out in December, and then... I guess for people who are here now to just first hearing of you, you have a project out already, though. I actually have two projects out. Well, yes, oh. that's why I wanted to get in. I didn't know how far back you wanted to go. So let's go back to the first one. So you got your first project. Um, can you tell people what the name of that is? The first project was called Instruments. Instruments. Yeah, I listened mm-hmm. to this earlier. I'm, I'm, I just want you to tell people about it. I listened to this earlier, so I'm gonna <laughs> ask you about it. They haven't heard it, um, but so instruments is out right now. You can find some of that stuff on on the uh, Spotify and the YouTube. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you guys look on the Spotify and the YouTube. You can hear some of these tracks. And so your first album was done how long ago? Oh, uh, I want to say maybe 2009. So you've been around for you know a while doing these things. Um, how do you feel your first project resonated with uh, your fan base? Um, I feel like it was kind of a mixture because I think a lot of people were expecting the church Kimberly Latoya, which you know 
was only doing one form of gospel music. Right. But, you know, that was kind of like my breaking out, coming out, making the music that was true to me. My next album called Crucified was way more personal. I had been through a few things, had my heart broken, struggled a little bit, had to move and start over. So that was more um, of a personal tribute of the things I went through. Uh-huh. And this album is, is pretty much like coming out on the other side. Just my interpretation of what all those failures and startovers meant and how no matter where you are, it's meant for a purpose. And if you just stay the course, you know, you, you're going to survive it and come out better. Oh, yeah, 100%. You definitely want to be keeping things positive. Here's a question that I'd love to ask you based off of one of my assessments as being a producer and manager with artists. I tell them Mm -hmm. 100% of the time I said, you're going to start selling more records and reaching more people if you get personal about your life. And you said like your second album was more personal to you. Do you feel that people like that? That's true. People resonate towards you a little bit more when they feel like they've gone through your struggle or they see you as a real person instead of just an artist because you know like even even being a part of the gospel scene where you're part of the choir you're one of 40 faces and songs can mean more to you than they mean to other people but you're like that was mine but when you come out as your own self and you say these are things that like I struggled with or I am like real, you know, that makes you kind of real life that you don't want to talk about, but it actually resonates better to the fans. Do you feel like that happened on your second album or do you feel like you wanted to get kind of less away from talking about yourself and just going back general? Honestly, you know, when, when I first started writing, I didn't know it was going to be personable. Right. And the, the, the more I kept writing, you know, the more I was having to be vulnerable. And it was uncomfortable. You right. know, I have to be honest, it's very uncomfortable. But once I kind of stepped out of that situation, you know, the one thing people want to know is that they're not alone. Right. And if people know you're not alone, then they'll be able, they'll be drawn to your music because then that gets them out of a place where they're feeling like all hope is lost. And it's encouraging to know that what you're going through, somebody else went through it and made it through. 100%. I agree. That's where I think it comes from. I'm like, dude, you have to tell, like, you know, at, at a certain extent, you have to be the happy guy because, you know, that is also the place that people go. Like, hey, when I'm feeling bad, I want to turn on my radio and hear some happy shit. I don't want to hear your rich ass complaining right. about <laughs> what you're going through. You got all this damn money. I'm over here. Driving to work right now in traffic, it's raining, and you know I'm I'm bummed out. Dude, I want to hear about your struggles, but a lot of artists don't get to that level of really actually touching the fan base based off of like these people support you because they believe in you. They know you. Right. You're like, hey, I play this, I play an actor on television. You know, we're uh-huh. we all play our part. Where you're like, hey, as a musician you're real as a musician and you're still a real person but you're like i have a life whenever the show you know when the show's over you are still right. kimberly where you're like hey that was fun at the show for the two hours but i'm kimberly when the lights go off and the doors close i'm still kimberly these are still oh, things definitely. i went through so 
it really, yeah. I think, resonates to people. And I think that's important. You should keep doing that because it's one of the biggest things that I think artists have a problem with realizing is that your real life is more entertaining, not more entertaining, but more interesting than your entertainment life. That's very true. You're and, a real person. Like today, I had to go to an open house for my son's school. So it's like, you know, coming out of open house, getting in the car, dialing, you know, it's, it's life is happening all around you. You know, you can't stop. And, you you know, I just decided that I didn't want to pretend to be somebody I'm not. You know, I'm, I'm much safer and more honest being myself. And it took me a while to get there, but yeah. I would never go back. 100%. And I think that's what a, a lot of artists miss. And I think that that speaks volumes. And also the second part about that is your reality of of keeping I think I've been talking about this a lot lately just in general but it's just keeping your reality as an artist of like where you're actually at you're like hey mm -hmm. I you know I made a song you want to put that song out on the internet but you're like who is actually listening to the song you right. know where am I putting this music where am I promoting it what, what's moving forward anybody with a front facing cell phone can make a song so you're like, hey, everybody else is making the songs and blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, hey, I'm making realistic songs. But you in your voice, I will tell you 100 percent is on point. You can sing like I that song we listened to and the stuff I listened to early. There's something about singers that I always say is you can learn to sing better. But if you can't sing it to begin with. You you don't have it. That's true. You have it. That is the thing where you hey whether or not you're where you want to be or not. But on my standard for my ears as a producer, your music hit tones where you're like oh oh you know oh my goodness she's hitting them them levels the transitions and the whole thing like this is a singer, which is different you know because you could train people to do stuff but you can't train someone to sing. In general, like me, I can't sing. And no matter what vocal lessons you give me, I'm not going to be able to hit that note because I don't have it in my general voice box or whatever the hell you want to call it. But that is just a fact. You have them and you're hitting them. And that's the thing about the humbleness of you. Like, hey, I'm just going to do, you know, I think that adds with you being vulnerable and telling people, hey, these are my stories. I'm going to 100% a big thing that I will tell you also is a big benefit for you is that you 100% have bought into your gospel roots where people are scared to get into that because they don't want to be in that box of, of being like, Hey, I'm a gospel singer where right. vocal range is literally the most important thing where you're more worried. Like you said about song content. You're like, hey, what about my content is here? And, you know, people don't want to be put in that. But, hey, I can't sing this song because I'm a gospel singer. I don't want to do the love song or the, uh, you know what I mean? And you, and you, I think, moved in between there. When I listened to your song, I didn't feel like I was, like, at church listening to, you know. You know how it goes, like, when you were forced to go to church right. back in the day at first, where you're like, oh, I know this song, and I don't not like the song, but I listen to this right. every Sunday because I'm forced to be here. 
I can see right. this little light of mine. Yes, I know the words. That didn't feel that way. You know, the one that we just played um, didn't feel that way. And that is it's something I've been seeing lately with a few artists and a few of the hip gospel artists. They're the guys that do the hip hop um, gospel rapping. Where if you listen to the song and you know that it's like, oh, these guys are gospel rappers, you're like, okay, I picked up on the signs. But if you listen to the song not knowing that, I don't think you would pick up on it. Where wow. that is the transition on you with you, you know, even with your stuff where you're like, that didn't come off like overly preachy. You know, and that's one of the things that people that don't go to church don't want is like, hey, don't preach to me. You know, I just wanted to hear the word and you spread the word, but also in a way that everybody can relate to it. So I think you have a Wonderful. very different that's sound. That's the goal, because, I mean, I, I grew up in the church, but I don't want to be preached to right now either. So, I mean, I wouldn't put out content that I wouldn't want to be listening to myself. So I try to go from that angle, too. Like if I'm down one day, what type of song do I want to hear? Right. Or if I'm happy one day, what type of song do I want to hear? So that's the angle I try to write from as well. Because yeah. you have to know your audience. 100 percent audience is the one that did i've been preaching this to these guys lately about that too and that's i'm like mm-hmm. dude, people don't buy your songs record labels don't buy your songs your song can be really good and if it's selling a lot they will buy mm-hmm. you based off of the fact that they want to put you in a building and sell tickets we exactly. can put you places and sell tickets off of that that song you make a dollar from itunes you know so they're not buying your song they're buying you we want you to go out and we want to sell $25 tickets to for people to come see you sing that song but it's not the song it's you and I don't think enough people like really buy into themselves and become one as an artist like the same way that's like with you putting personal actual stuff into your songs we're like hey I'm just trying to make a song that sells and you're not really figuring out they don't care about the song selling they care about you selling and that should be more to you because that's you you they want to buy you that's what you want them to buy oh you bought my song your song could be hot for one week and not hot the next you are you you know what I mean? You can make more songs. You can do things. If people are buying into your brand and the way that you work and the things that you say, not the song, you know, and that's why, because with like some of the stuff that comes out now, like what they said that uh, old country road broke the record for most times on number one billboard. Yeah. <laughs> that song lyrically content wise is not a song. But it is selling. People will pay to go in a building to see this guy sing that song. Mm -hmm. That's the whole thing. There is no artistic value in this song. There's nothing in it that stands apart from anything else except for you fuck around and hit. Sorry, I'm cursing. I know that you got the gospel stuff and they got people (laughs) listening. I apologize. Uh, but you got the reason that your song is selling is people are watching it. It has nothing to do with the artistic ability of your song. There's no message in that song. There is no positivity. It's nothing. It's just a song that people like. And they're paying money to come see you sing it. 
Right. Which is the exact <laughs> proof of the most artists, especially like people like you who can put their own their own positive like your own personal perspective, not positive, but own personal perspective into your music, where you're like, this means something to me. Mm-hmm. And it means something to other people when they hear it. Like you said, this brought somebody up today or, you know, it wasn't feeling great. I listened to the song. It makes me feel happy. And that is a certain thing. When you hear stuff like that, this yeah. is selling. It doesn't make you feel any sort of way. Right. <laughs> I don't care about Old Town Records. You know, I'm not mad that he's selling records. I also, if you would have brought that to the table in here and been like, yo, we should sell this, I would have most likely said no. Which is why I know at this point, I'm like, dude, you you know, you can't sell yourself and be real with what you want to do because, like, people like us who sit behind desks and things, like, I I run the show. You could Anybody could be on my show. But whether or not I think what you're doing is good, it doesn't matter. You know, it, I'm, right. it's not an award show or like America's Got Talent. I'm not the uh, what's the guy Simon. Like we're not here voting whether or not you're gonna make it or I have no idea because there are certain things that, that like with certain new artists that are out that are selling right now. They're selling millions of records, and if this would have come across my table, I'd have been like, I don't want to work on this. I don't think that this is really good. And now. You know, two months later, three months later, you see some of this stuff and you're like, yo, they're selling millions of records. And you said yeah. no, because it had no content, it had no thing. And you're like, wait, people are buying stuff with no content. People are buying it's things true. with no it's emotions. <laughs> and so I think you stand differently in in that sense. Because you're like, hey, I can get personal. I can do gospel music. And you kind of stay in your lane. So... Definitely want to pitch people to pay attention to your stuff and these real artists that are really working and really thinking about what they're putting out because you can put out anything and you know and mm-hmm. and that's the whole thing. If you have an ability to work in a studio or a front facing camera, you could put out anything. But what are you putting right. out? Are you contributing to people's well being and the whole thing and? And that's why I, you know, my hat's off to you with the kudos because doing the gospel is even further where people are like, oh, we want to hear blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, you do gospel music? And to right. just say that in general, I'm a gospel artist and I make records about, you know, about God and, and music and, and faith and the whole thing and not what you see on TV and what you, you know, whatever you think is the cool shit, but your stuff is selling. You've been winning awards. You won twice in a row for best female gospel artist at queen city Awards. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're able to sell and stay in real to yourself where you're like, Hey, I, Oh, I could make a song about, uh, I don't know what they do. Being strippers or booty shaking or whatever or all that craziness <laughs> of nothing, but you know what I mean. So that speaks that speaks real big volumes. So I think people should definitely pay attention. Make sure you guys go and check out Miss um, Kimberly Latoya, and that's on all mm-hmm. streaming platforms, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. 
So you guys check her out everywhere. We got 10 minutes left. Um, what I've been talking for a minute. I apologize. What do you want to talk about, Miss Kimberly? You got anything going on that you want to tell the people about? Um, nothing in particular right now. Like New said, project is coming. Mm-hmm. That's the... Well, pitch it. Pitch it. I'm trying to throw you pitches. <laughs> New project's coming in December. What's it called? When do you play? What's going on with that project? Well, right now, like I said, we're in the recording portion of it. And, you know, even that, you know, I enjoy the process of, you know... Who are you recording with? I record with different people because I like different sounds for different things. Um, I have one producer. His name is Jamie Brown. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Shout out Jamie Brown. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. We record in New Money Studios, which is um, some... One guy, is, I grew up with him. He's like a play play cousin. That uh, <laughs> and his name, his nickname is Kool Aid. Oh, shout but, out to Kool Aid. Oh, yeah. You're going to bust through the and, wall in the show. And his, <laughs> and his engineer, <laughs> T Dot. Shout out T Dot. His real name is not Thomas, but I call him Thomas all the time. And he just answers. I gave him a whole new name. Um, And just my, you know, my management team. Shout out to. New soul music because you know I really do not do this by myself. You know I, I have a lot of support, a lot of encouragement. Mr. Dark Eyes, my manager, he keeps me current. He encourages me. He gives me my time to you know just kind of process through my things. So you know right now we're just going through that process. You know researching songs, writing lyrics, trying things that work, getting rid of things that don't work, just everything. Because people think you know putting an album together is just an easy process, but it's not. Ooh. Because I'm one of the people where I make like the song today and tomorrow I don't want to hear it ever again. So I mean, it's a, it's a process that you have to kind of go through, but I enjoy it. You know the process though, and that's a big thing though. I would like to shout out 100 uh, percent Miss Kimberly the Toy for this because there is a process in between making a song and selling a whole bunch of records. A lot of people don't understand. You're like, oh, I'm going to make a song. We're going to sell a whole bunch of records. And you're like, what? There is a million steps in between there that you kind of like <laughs> skipped over. You have to, one, marketable to people, but reach them. But also, I think one of the biggest things I like about you is it seems that you stay true to yourself in, in your stuff. You know, where you're like, hey, listen, I'm going to make gospel albums. And you can sing at a ridiculously high level coming from, you know, like that's one of my biggest things as a producer is just sounds. And your right. your record was on on pitch. Thank you. So shout Thank out to everybody do also who did um, help you record that, but you're on pitch. That is the hardest thing to understand. And it's funny because EK's in here now and I'm about to bring this up and I, I, I didn't say I wasn't going to, but... Somebody told me the other day that when we recorded them, they didn't sound like they sounded. And we were like, 100%, that's exactly what you sound like. <laughs> it's hard to tell people. So they're like, yo, I, you know, in your head, when you hear yourself getting played back, like after you're recorded, you sound different than you think you sound out loud. I'll tell you that 100%, but it's. 
the funniest <laughs> thing, but your pitches were on, and and I appreciate that from singers because singers, I think, get that more. But I also I have to be more lenient as a producer because I can't sing. So I might think you're off beat, but I can't hit that fucking note that I'm that I'm expecting you to hit. So. <laughs> You know, if you couldn't hit it, then maybe you just missed it. But you, on on yours, you hit those notes. So, everybody, make sure you guys work with Miss Kimberly Latoya and make sure you guys book her church events, summer events. Her, she, she seems to be having fun with us over here. I said a, a couple cuss words, but, you know, she didn't send me the confessional. So, she's pretty cool. So, Thank make sure you, you guys, Thank we you. got, um... How much time do we have? We got, what, six minutes? What is it? So we got like six, 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 seven minutes left. What else, um, what else do we need to get to, Miss Kimberly, for on your music? We got six minutes left. I could promo some other stuff, but I want to make sure I give you all the time that you have. Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, you know, just like I said, it's available on all digital outlets. Working on an album. Um, got two albums out already. Um, just just working at life, working at this music thing, trying to grow and evolve. Um, this album, I believe, is going to get a, a, maybe about a few degrees more personal. <laughs> because now it's just, it's out there now. And I just, I just want to tell it's the truth about... It's coming December. What is the, the name of the um, album? Interpretation. And where'd you come up with this? Why we have we had a few more minutes. Let's get into this. How'd you because your last album was called um what? Crucified. Crucified and your first one's called Instrumentals. Or mm-hmm. uh instrument. Instrument, yeah. So instrument, crucified, and now what'd you say this one's called? Resurrection? Interpretation. Oh, interpretation. interpretation. Oh, mm-hmm. so you didn't bring the resurrection back. You got the crucified. You already killed him and didn't bring him back. <laughs> oh, man. We so we got it. we got the beat for it. We got the killing. And now we have interpretation. Um, so and for <laughs> I'm joking. I'm oh, sorry. I, this is close. But <laughs> so now, yeah, it's just a play thing. But so for interpretations, though, um, so resurrection, you did, though, um, I mean, crucifixion you did with a lot of personal stuff, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of personal things. So that was kind of you cleaning maybe your closet in a sense, like mentally. Like, let me yeah. go ahead and this is the past, dead this. And then now you're right. coming to interpretation. Um, mm-hmm. How'd you come with the title for that? Um, Basically, because a lot of times when we go through things, and we come out of it, we're still not clear as to what God's purpose was. Right. And I'm at a place now where I realize where a lot of my slips and falls, you know, were purposeful. You know, they had a meaning, you know, the no's, the delays, the denies, you know, the open doors, everything that we go through has a meaning and we just got to search God for it because a lot of times we run to God when it's bad and then as soon as the weight lifts, you know, we're off to doing our own thing again. But sometimes right. you gotta sit and wait on him to explain to you why it happened and why he chose you to go through it. So that's pretty much what this album is. It's, it's the why and the understanding of why I had to go through what I went through. 
yeah, that is the best way that you can explain it. I try to tell people sometimes, too, when you think about, especially, too, with you would get this a little bit more being in the industry. Sometimes you like ideas were approached to you and you're like, man, this would change everything. And then they mm-hmm. didn't work out and you ended up being somewhere else where you're like, wow, I if I would have been there, I wouldn't have been here. And now this is actually the thing that's taking me further than right. the first one. And you're like, wow. Cool. And you see other people, too, that you inspire or that work with you. And you're like, where would they be if you wouldn't have been there helping? Like they might have just went on and did a different path. Where you're like, hey, I wanted to go do this. I didn't think about it like this. And these things are like, it is really, really funny. And I don't get try to get too superstitious about it or religious. But like, I think that everything, like things do happen for a reason. I'll say maybe not everything, but things do 100% kind of put you in the place where you need to be at. And if you don't recognize that, you know what I mean? I think you kind of miss out where you're like, Instead of like focusing on, I'm not there. I'm not where I thought I was going to be versus focusing on where you're actually at. And you might be in a better spot now than you would have been. Exactly. And it's it's very funny, funny to think about. But we're right here Mm -hmm. at the end. We're at the end, DK, aren't we? We're at 28. So, Miss... Kimberly, can we one more time? We're about to jump off the air. Can we get your social media? If people want to contact you about getting um, in touch with you about doing tracks or getting you for live performances or booking you on their radio show, can you give them where they sure. can contact you? Sure, I can be reached at newsoulmusic14 at gmail.com. And you can also reach me on Facebook at Kimberly Latoya. And Instagram at Kim and Josh, which is my son's name. That's super dope. And make sure you guys check her out there. Also, make sure you go over to QueenCityAwards.com August 15th, um, noon. You guys can go and nominate Miss Kimberly to be three times in a row. The female gospel artist of the year for Queen City Awards. But that's connected with the K and and dot mm-hmm. net but make sure you go to queencityawards.com august 15th they get those up um i think kevin said next saturday they will be in tennessee doing the magazine release party you know you got the nipsey hustle double cover with beyonce on the back make sure you guys go over um, there you know it's better to be connected but everybody out there in the carolinas va area man y'all stay safe because things have been going crazy out here so mm-hmm. Stay aware, stay alive, and you know. And with with Miss Kimberly, make sure you guys keep your faith, because you know these are the things that I've been pushing. But I think that we have reached our time, right? Oh, I'm at my time. Well, Miss Kimberly, um, thank you for coming on the show. We'll have you back again, but we got to jump up off of here. Okay, so, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, yes, yes, ma'am. And anybody, make sure you guys go and follow her on her Instagrams and her Facebook. And if you want to uh, contact her, even if you didn't get her information from um, off the show, contact me. I'll make sure that we um, we send it over to her. So thank for you. FX, oh, thank you. Thank you for coming on. 
And um, shout out JT for setting up uh, this uh, Big Woo Radio, our enterprise yeah. management. Shout out JT always. Make sure you guys highlight him. He does uh, great work. Um, enterprise yeah. connected with the K Queen City Awards August fifteenth. That's this Thursday. Nominations start. So get your guys' nominations in and artists that want to be nominated. Get your community service done because you know Kevin, Big Dog Kevin Glover, will not let you get on this show without doing community service. So if you want to win that award, you make sure you put back into this community, which is shout out to them. And always, everything at connected.net, connected with the K.net, 25% to 50% of all proceeds go to the awards or go to uh, scholarships for the young youth over there in um, Charlotte. So make sure you guys go buy your clothes and your shirts over at connected.net. But I'm Nick, as always. It's Tuesday. We're going to get out of here. It's below the deck. Miss Kimberly uh, Latoya was on the show tonight. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. Thank we you shall thank you. see you guys next Tuesday. Uh, well, I'll be here on Friday. Let me get that in. Friday, uh, Right Side Radio, <laughs> 7 to 8. No, that's not right. It's 6.30 to 7.30. And then we got 8 to 9 is Dizzy Thoughts. <laughs> Dizzy Thoughts will be back this week also. So make sure you guys catch us on Friday. And that's Right Side Radio, um, Madman Lowercase, Dizzy Thoughts, Ace Bully, FXBGPublicRadio.com. It's below the deck. I'm Nick. As always, we'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs>